0: his part, General Becker received dispatches upon dispatches in order to hasten the departure of Napoleon, but the General always continued to maintain a bearing worthy of himself towards the Emperor, appreciated the force of events, and remained perfectly neutral in all those discussions which took place daily in the Council on the means of his departure in aid of which he was to operate at length on the 8th of July. At the close of discussion, during which the general had continued to maintain his habitual reserve, the emperor said to him, Well, general, and what do you think of all this? Everyone offers me his opinion, except you. Sire answered General Becker, I'm not in a position to give an opinion or advice to your majesty, and for this reason I abstain. In a case so important, and in which there are chances to run, I might perhaps have reason at some future time to reproach myself with the consequences of my advice in the resolution adopted. Should that resolution, instead of conducting you to America, cause you to fall, Oh, my goodness, Into to the power of the English, nothing worse than that. The only advice which I dare venture to give your majesty is that of adopting a prompt determination and a carrying into effect as speedily as possible the plan which you may adopt. The fate of France is unhappily determined. Your majesty may wait till agents are sent in your pursuit. From that moment, the scene changes. Sire, the powers which now hold from the provisional government cease, and your majesty will be exposed to new dangers, of which it is difficult to foresee the result in pronouncing these words. The general was so affected that his words produced a strong sympathetic emotion on the emperor in his turn. But general said he, should these events occur, You are incapable of giving me up, Your Majesty, and General Becker, knows that I am ready to lay down my life for you. In such a case, however, my life would not save you. The same people who crowd under your windows every evening and oblige you to show yourself would perhaps prefer cries of another kind if the scene were changed. Then, sire, I repeat it. Your Majesty, already threatened, would be completely compromised. The commanders of the frigates receiving orders from the Ministers Louis Eighteenth, would disregard mine, and that would render your safety impossible. Reflect upon the urgency of the circumstances, sire, I beseech you. Well, said the Emperor, since it is so, give the necessary orders for proceeding to the Isle of X. General obeyed, and then wrote, is follows to the provisional government rochefort july eighth eighteen fifteen i have already informed the commission of government that the emperor arrived at rochefort on the morning of the third instant and was only waiting for favorable conjuncture to put to sea Contrary winds and increased force and redoubled vigilance of the English cruisers have rendered it impossible for any ships to sail from the Pertwee in this condition of things, his Majesty not having received the expected passports, of course, and being left wholly to his own resources will go this evening to the Isle of X in order to be near the frigates, and to be able to take advantage of any favorable opportunity, should the winds at all favour their departure, as to the person of the Emperor, which your Excellency has a new Placed under my responsibility by your dispatch of the fourth instant, all necessary precautions are taken to guarantee Napoleon against the attempts of his enemies, his majesty is here in the midst of a people who are grateful for the services which he has rendered, and the feelings and behavior of the troops and the Navy leave nothing to be desired with respect to their former sovereign, however difficult my mission may be, in consequence of my double relation towards the Emperor and towards the government, I shall fulfill it. I trust to the satisfaction of both by being guided wholly by the principles of the highest honor. Count Becker, Lieutenant General.